0: The following may contain language, which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Forum. Assemble. You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as a case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. Uh, first, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the Cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz.
1: Oh, I'm still pouring my favorite beverage. Not really my <laughs> That's favorite, fair. but it contains 5% of my favorite beverage in it. <laughs> 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 is-
0: uh, next, he, he is the backbone. He's the pillar. He's the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nine invulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum.
2: Yeah, it's a cold winter here, man. We're at uh, <laughs> blistering, blistering, what, 72 <laughs> or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought gonna I was going to be on. worried with my 60s. 60? Yeah, I thought I was going to be worried with uh, uh, my AC not working, my heat not working in my car, but it's fine. Yeah, there
0: you go. There you go. You know, uh, my car's as,
1: engine I has oh, its own heater.
0: Your what does?
1: My car's engine has its own heater.
0: Oh, geez, What?
1: Because anti okay. isn't okay. Enough. okay.
0: I, I yeah, guess, you not. I guess not. You plug
1: it in at night, and then uh, it makes it so it'll turn on the next day.
0: <laughs> Man. Oh, goodness. Goodness. Uh, next, he is a riddle inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey. And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today because uh, we are gonna be talking to you all about about sex and violence. The, the comic book, <laughs> number one. <laughs> Uh, cause you know, we talk about sex and violence regularly. I thought
3: we, we were doing both of them. No.
0: Oh, are we doing, oh, I, I thought we are only doing number one, but. I thought that's why we know. had two
2: weeks to read. No, nah, but we changed that last week.
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh
2: that's I blame, I blame
0: Joe. <laughs> I blame Joe. Oh, Joe already being bought night.
2: Jay, you had already bought them?
3: Um, I had the first one because oh. I liked the cover, right? But when you said we were gonna buy or we were gonna review both of them, then I bought the second one.
2: Okay. Well, well we can still well, talk about it. But I mean, either way, you still like. I, we had it in the in the drive. Like, what? I had a I had a copy for you in the drive.
3: Yeah, but how does that equate to me owning it? You downloaded
2: it, right? It's, nah, it's It's <laughs> like
3: blockchain. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: the, no, the uh, fantastic I need, chain. I need to buy it, and I need to support the artist. Is that so, what
0: the F and, and NFT stands for? Fantastic. Yeah,
1: the, it's actually our logo.
0: It's N. Oh, N- I didn't know. NFT. It's all coming together. It all makes sense now. Uh We're also going to well, be look, talking to you, you all you about.
2: Nah, I was gonna tell Joe if he, all right, if he's cool with buying it, then fine, but he didn't have to if he didn't want to.
3: I mean, okay. I like Jimmy Palmiati. I wasn't a huge fan of censorship, but you know, I like Jimmy. Yeah.
0: We could we could talk about all of this when we talk about the book. <laughs> like really, really. really? really? We, like real we could talk about all book. of it, you know. What what we won't talk about when we're talking about that book is the other book that we're talking about, which is Saga 55, The Return of Saga. So we're going to be talking about that. And of course, the latest in comic news and whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. And I uh, will tell you how to do that in just a moment. But first, uh, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, the show would not exist. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Hope you're doing well. And uh, yeah, do we want to play... But in, do we want, get we in want, you want on the to intern?
3: call Fantastic yeah. Forum on <coughs> Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at
1: FantasticForum.Live.
3: Join the party. You know you want to.
0: Indeed. Thank you, intern. Appreciate you. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I know that uh, we got books to talk about. What else? What else? Anything else that you all want to mention or just put out there before we get into these reviews? When we yes.
3: Did... I... Oh, go ahead, bro. You. I was ahead.
2: just going to ask. I don't know if we got to this or not. But when we did news last week, did we talk about why the last man, like, they didn't find a place for the second season? We mentioned. I think that. you mentioned like, it. I think we went. Yeah, we didn't go into sure did.
1: So. I just want
2: to well, make sure. Well, we...
1: <laughs> I brought that up. So.
0: <laughs> I was like let me let me rub in why the last man's television show failure as often as I can. Like, yeah, he's like oh, did, did the creator know? What about the, what about the stars? Well, <laughs> Do we, they know? I'm should, about we, the creators should we other. at them? Yeah. Say what?
2: Well, because it's Brian K. Vaughn too. So, and Saga is supposed to be a TV show, but we'll see how that goes.
0: Listen, yeah, we need we need Saga to. Remain a comic book for a little while before we start trying to focus on TV, right? Like, yeah. I feel like when when I was looking at that joint, I was like, "Man, Saga hasn't come out since 2018." I was like, "That's crazy." Yeah. And people people have been clamoring for that joint,
2: dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm one of them.
3: But anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit.
0: We will get to it. What were you going to say, Jay?
3: Oh, I was going to bring up. A, a tweet that Eric Larson tweeted out, basically calling Lawrence selfish and uh, saying that he's he me, basically me? wants to uh, basically you want to break all the toys in the yard before all the kids have a chance to play with it, uh, play with them. And he wasn't talking to you, but he was talking to okay. someone who feels the same and way you do. That comic book right. characters should age and retire. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people are standing with them. Like it, it's selfish. Like these icons belong to everyone. Like, like, basically, the kids now would never have enjoyed, like, gotten to experience Superman if he had retired, like, back, back when he was created. Yeah.
0: See, I disagree with that, simply because it's like, all, 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 my whole my whole thing is, it's a simple thing, right? It's like, good stories have endings. Good stories have beginnings, middles, and ends, and it's like, it's not to say that a, 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 a character can't exist in perpetuity. Superman's actually a, a, a great example of that. Like, Superman, because of the character that he is, is one of the few characters that you, like, Me, my kid, my grandkid, like they can all experience Superman great grandkid because Superman in his DNA literally uh, will probably last throughout all that time, you know? But at the same time, it's like Superman exists right now and we already have legacy heroes with his son. And that's more so my thought process is like, it's like there's nothing wrong with a hero that actually has an end to their story and another hero there to pick up that hero's mantle. So it's like my Superman could be Clark Kent. My kid's Superman can be friggin' oh man, Jonathan. You know what I mean?
2: But see and that was still both
0: experience coming.
2: Superman. Why is that weird? Because then when you uh oh shit, did I Sorry, Lyria. I, you I hit the little wrong little button. button. <laughs>
0: it's okay, it's okay. I got you. Boom. Yeah,
2: there you what go. What
0: happened to Oz? He okay? Did you knock him off too, or no? Was I, just I don't, I don't know. I just,
2: <laughs> I, maybe, maybe. No, I'm just joking. probably not. But, um, I'm sure Oz. Nah, it'd be yeah. weird because then it's like when your kid tries to tell you some canon shit, and you're like, "Fuck you, son! You don't know shit." Like, <laughs> you know, and it's because you're not sharing his Superman. Yeah, so that means I mean in your nerd fight with you and your son, you would both be right technically, and that can't be right. Well well
0: no, but that no, <laughs> it is not true. He's right about his Superman and you're yeah. right about your Superman and you can share the current Superman if you want to stay current. but you don't have to do that. you know what I'm saying like that could be and uh, and I don't personally, my, I don't feel and, like I'm, there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that, but that it doesn't need to be like that. It's fine, you know. No, no, no. But, but I'm not saying it needs to be like that. Like, I, I guess Eric Larson, Eric Larson's point of view is very valid. Just like you know, I know some of you all feel that. It, well, actually, I feel like I'm in the minority. I might be the only one that actually might be like, oh, I think it might be better that way. But I'm just saying, I feel like it's one of those things where we think that that's the way it should be because that's the way it's been you know it's not like you know and it's not like that's the way it is for every hero i mean like you know rising stars did that right like yeah. their their story their those heroes had a beginning a middle and an end and that was it yeah. and it's like if some if somebody wanted to revisit that universe they might tell a, a story of different heroes in that universe but it's not going to be the same people that you know had been there from before And honestly, I feel like the only heroes that we think about this or think this way about, like when Eric Larson says, oh, you know, you're being selfish. He's not talking about, you know, uh, Midnighter. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He's talking about about icons. Right. And that's the whole thing where it's like, but it's not even when we say icons. I mean, we're only talking about like a Maybe a couple dozen heroes from the big two. you know it's like there's not anybody out there that's like, oh man, you can't mess around and and kill off jack olantern you're just being a selfish prick. <laughs> you know It's like no we're, you're talking about like two dozen heroes that, that you think are iconic and and that's fine, but keeping in mind too, it's like some of us think other heroes are iconic too. And nobody's coming rushing to the defense of, you know, messing around and saying like, oh, man, you got to make sure that uh, somebody is has has a battalion from Stormwatch out there so that, you know, if I decide I want to do a battalion story, you know, 15 years from now, he's still around for me to do that. Like nobody's saying that (laughs) because they're like, who gives a damn about battalion? It's like, okay well, it turns out it's it's me and like six others and that's it. You know <laughs> so yeah, I can respect the opinion i I, I really can because I like, but at the same time, it's like we've already like I feel but you like not need every
2: comic to be that, right? like is, do you want every comic to be that like
0: every hero Well, it's not so much it's not so much I want every comic to be that. I'm just saying that I think that comics wouldn't suffer as much as we think they would if they were like that the the flashes are good examples of that like there's some people who you know like Wally West is their flash you know what I mean like that's the flash to them and it's like like I mean think about it think when we th- a lot of people if you ask who the flash is they're going to say Barry Allen but that's not the first flash right <laughs> so it's kind of like you know like flashes already do this and yeah like people are excited when the flash of like comes back and is able to do that but if we messed around and like say wally west was the flash right now and there's no barry allen and there's no uh oh geez i might even what what's my what's golden age Flash's name again uh, jay garrett Why?
1: So, Jay Garrett, thank you. Not
0: surprised. Don't be disappointed. If you look, if, if, look, don't be disappointed. It, it's,
1: not, it's not that I'm disappointed, you had to have, you had it's to, that I'm angry.
0: You had to have the though. anime guy tell you who your, who the who golden age flash was just now. Oz, I saw that. I see the, I see the look <laughs> on your face. <laughs> he,
2: he had a delayed response because of his disgust. Yeah. Like, he almost threw up. He's right.
0: like, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, and then that's right. started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is if there was no Jay Garrick, like if we hadn't made a Jay Garrick story in 10, 15 years, I hadn't made a Barry Allen story in 10 15 years, which actually happened at one point, right? It's like, uh, you know, like there would be people that are like, oh, Barry Allen is my Flash, but they would still be reading Wally West. And they it's not like Wally West feels like any less the Flash than Barry Allen. He's just a different Flash. And I think that that's the kind of thing where if you're telling good stories... You can do that per like in perpetuity to a degree like in the same, in the same way like who's who's your flash that you like uh jay bart right bart allen
3: yeah bart allen
0: yeah if bart allen became like which i i'm pretty sure bart allen did become the flash at one of these points i don't remember when exactly but yeah he not was to the same degree like yeah but not to the same degree wally west is or was correct you know but if bart allen became the flash And that's who we're telling stories about, you would just keep reading that. Or in fact, you probably might even read it more because you're like, that's the one I like, (laughs) you know? And so I think like if we had that kind of thought process about it, and especially like if we're talking about like real time, then you could really say like, okay, well, no, this guy is going to be Flash for like the next like 50 years. And then after that 45, 50 year period, we got to move on to the next Flash and you can have your, your highs, your lows, your favorites, but you know, I don't know. I, I, if I was making comic books, that's how I would think about it for, for my own characters. Now keeping in, in mind, of course, that the characters that I create wouldn't probably be icons in the least or couldn't, I guess they can't be icons in the same sense as uh, a- yeah. So just basically you know, would be
3: like Marvel. Eric Larson.
0: Yeah. Why would I be like Eric Larson?
3: Because he does comics where the characters age in real time. Uh, him and Kurt Busiek do. Yeah. So Kurt mm. Busiak does Astro City and uh, Eric Larson does Savage Dragon.
2: And he doesn't right. read any of those comics.
0: <laughs> I, I haven't read <laughs> Savage Dragon or Astro City in quite a while. This is true. But but I guess... Like you, ha- like del- is, so-
2: you haven't read uh-huh. Astro City since it was at Wildstorm. Like Wildstorm Storm and died, it got resuscitated, and then you know, Astro City came back, and you haven't read it like when it came back,
0: right? I I feel like the first time it came back, I think I did read it, but not since then. Like that's probably been like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. yeah
2: What's well, been so going Maybe on that was then.
0: Has it it's been, it's been going on continuously since then?
2: I, I'm pretty I think so. It's just oh, not on a regular
0: schedule,
2: that. but it is. Uh, oh, yeah. That's not the only issue, but
0: yeah, yeah man. yeah, man. But so then, why does why does Eric Larson do his comics like that? If he like he doesn't feel it selfish with his characters.
3: Um. Well, he does go into the philosophy, and mm-hmm. this thread, this Twitter thread is all over the place so it's hard to (laughs) key in on Mm -hmm. the exact tweets but basically he goes on to say and i'm paraphrasing from memory because i can't find the exact tweet how marvel and dc could you know uh try this but fans have shown time and time again that that's not really what they want
0: i mean it like i don't get me wrong it's like i agree that fans of of the big two definitely demonstrate that like the things that people complain about are things that they do because they work right like when they do the relaunches and the the like number one like every year and a half or year it's like people are like well, why don't they just keep the numbering but it's like people go rush out to go buy number one so why would they change that, right? I, I will say that it's one of those things where um I feel like this like most things when you're talking about like innovating, it's like you don't ask people what they want all the time. Sometimes you give them what they don't realize they want it. You know? He also it's like, says that it,
3: the creatives aren't as creative now. I mean I, believe
0: I don't know. Yeah. That, that could be
2: so. Oh. The thing is, if they're making a living, they, it, it's a committee, you know, like there's a plan for a universe, and there's a, you know, like, I, honestly, if you really want to get creative, you got to just make a licensed property into a TV show, because, man, that Peacemaker. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad going to go read comic because that shit was, that last episode was amazing you know, so, and it it's, a good episode. it's because it's like, he doesn't have, like, if the DC entertainment universe wasn't so disjointed and didn't know what the fuck is doing with the characters, that would be boggled down by some continuity or something, you know, or, or they could do it right, but then, I mean, we have that example already in MCU more or less, but the, the fact that you know, everything in comics right now has to go through editorial and stuff, and sometimes it, it works and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, you, Larry, you know that story that that uh, Scott Lobdell told you, where he had Bane and they changed it to Killer Croc because they had to use Bane as part of the New Fifty Two thing or somewhere else.
4: Mm-hmm. And he got to the yeah. point
2: where, like, they drew Bane and then they just swapped it out last minute because they changed on an editor changed on another thing, and it's like mm-hmm. the dialogue is for Bane. <laughs> like, you read it in that accent, but it's Killer Croc saying it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, I, yeah, The the there's definitely a lot of, that could be desired in, uh, because of these editors now, and, and the, these big, you know, big two universes. But that's not to say that they're not putting out good things. But, yeah. but yeah. like, just, just a the perfect example of not knowing what you're doing, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. They're putting out good things, but they could be better. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah. We just don't know how better also, they could be. The ones we're enjoying. you know.
0: Right, and I think that that's what it boils down to. Where it's like, I mean, I feel like a part of what Eric Larson's talking about in regards to like, oh well, don't be selfish about these characters. And it's like that plays into how creative you can potentially be <laughs> you know cuz yeah. it's like you can't tell like it when you think about like for instance um look at like skybound right like uh walking dead has iconic characters at this point but those those characters have a beginning a middle and an end And it's like, and that was always going to be the case. And it's like, uh, it's interesting because like, when you think about, or when you talk about, uh, I remember Kirkman talking about how, when they didn't cut Rick's hand off in the TV show, because they were like, you know, people were like, oh man, that's gonna cause a lot of issues. And, you know, Kirkman's like, yeah, I kind of know, because I've had to (laughs) write this guy doing all types of stuff with just one hand. And it has, I've run into a lot of problems myself, but, you know, from his perspective, he was writing a story, being creative and like, what would, what would be crazy? If what would happen yeah. next? And, you know, the consequences be damned. And that's kind of more in line with what real life is like. Right. You know, people, yeah. things happen to them and they adapt to it and you figure it out or you don't. And. It's like, but when you're talking about, oh, don't be selfish, man, like, you know, every you got to ha- let everybody be able to play with all the the toys in the sandbox or toys in the toy chest. It's like, well, how, men, how much, how consequential can the things you're writing be? How much can you shake things up and make the status quo different if I got to make sure Spider-Man is here 50 years from now so that, you know, somebody else's grandkid can write him? You know, so it's like you can't have it both ways all the time. It's like, you know, to a degree. I mean, you, or at least let me put it like this well, like You leave Spider Man <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, man. It's like, you know, like it would make it, it think about how many interesting Spider characters we've had at this point. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not saying that Spider Man himself needs to get out the way or anything. I'm because I, I love Peter Parker. I'm just saying. You could have given like Peter Parker a finite time span and let somebody else be Spider-Man or woman or whatever next. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have like
3: you're not if, talking if about Spider-Man May Day, are you?
0: We could be talking about May. We could be talking about any of the two Spider Women. We could be talking about friggin' Miles Morales. We could be talking about anybody. You could be talking about. Friggin' right now Peter Parker isn't even Spider-Man right now it's friggin' uh the clone right? Mm-hmm. So and I don't it's like know we know behind. that Peter Oh, well, I'm telling you, it's the clone right now. But I'm just saying like, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm oh, not saying that that's necessarily <laughs> I'm not saying that's necessarily the talk. greatest of I- like <laughs> of ideas, but I'm just saying that instead of having a universe of people that like, where you have like basically like almost a dozen people that all have spider powers, you could technically have each of those people one at a time. (laughs) And it might, it might make for more interesting stories because it's like, you can look back and be like, oh man, if Peter Parker was in this situation, he would have done it like this, but it's not Peter Parker anymore. You know, now we're dealing with May Parker you know what i'm saying yeah. and and that would but you know it's hard for it's hard like people don't want to let go of things and i'm not mad at that like i i'm not i'm not knocking anybody because lord knows that there's definitely some situations where i would feel that same way too where it's like no i want to read the old stuff but just because you move on doesn't mean that that old stuff is gone it's like cuz you can still technically tell other stories in that time frame
2: well, one thing that we can uh, agree on is that we disagree a little bit and agree a little bit on this because I yeah, love Hellboy. Yeah. I love Hellboy. Like, had a finite right. story. And then I still get Hellboy, like, in this year, summer of 48, summer of 56. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, whenever mm-hmm. he feels like, you know, McNulty feels like giving you a good story. And it works, you know? Now, it does look, Hellboy isn't, you know, he can. He's iconic. I feel, but he's not like a Superman, oh, yeah. you know. But he. Well, you know, but he's one of the closest he, to be an icon to be have the finite story and still be able to oh, absolutely give you stuff, you know.
0: But but Hellboy, like in a way where Hellboy is like Superman, is that the character himself. Has a long lifespan. Yeah. It's not like you know, and so you can tell Hellboy stories at different points in his life, for almost as long as you want to. But it won't. It would not surprise me if at some point, like Nola tells the last the last Hellboy story. No, not not run out, but just be like, you know, I, I, like he he just be like, this is the end cap, and and I could totally see him doing something like, like this is the final and Hellboy the story. I told the first Hellboy story. If you all want to fill in little gaps in between, feel free. (laughs) But this is what I did, and that's the Hellboy story. And you know, anything that contradicts the stuff I did in between those two things, you can't do because I already told those stories. So, you know, tell whatever stories you want in between. But you know, at some point, he might just be like, "This is the last one, and I'm I'm done." You know, I like yeah, yeah. But you know. I will also say, but keep in mind, too, that in my mind, too, I'm kind of like, if I did my own comics, I'd probably let my heroes uh, age in real time and tell their stories. And I would probably think about, like, upon my death or something like that, letting those heroes go into public domain. You know, and in that way, it's like, you know,
1: like, would you... Would like, you, but, but in like, your, in your but, low comic universe, the Larryverse, uh-huh. would you? <laughs> I'm not
0: calling it the Larryverse.
1: <laughs> would, would you uh kill off and then later on resurrect characters? Like, I, I, would, I would do it. Obviously, not not all your characters are going to live for the entire run. Right. If you're trying to be right. realistic, right? Uh, are you going to no, I would do that sparingly.
0: I would do because, it sparingly. Like, I, uh uh-huh.
1: like my experience with it, with I'm not a huge Savage Dragon guy, but I was a Hellblazer guy, and that's what they yeah. tried to do. And Constantine right. is a yeah. character. I mean, he goes to hell a lot, comes back, mm-hmm. goes yeah. back. He, he, yeah. So yeah. he has that trope of death and resurrection, but mm-hmm. they still try to do that, hey, he's aging in real time. Just, right. You know, he spent... This much time in hell it's so time in the real world has moved forward, and that's right. how they kind of got around that. I don't know if they're still doing that. I haven't read Hellblazer in a while. If it if it's even still coming out, which I'm not even sure. But no, yeah, that's, that's that's what I was thinking that. when Lawrence was talking nonsense.
2: <laughs> well, and then Constantine <laughs> also adds that other aspect, like the Superman, where it's uh he could tell his story for a longer period of time a little bit because he can, you know, spells and shit. But yeah, uh the only thing stopping him is he's got no kids. But th- there's stories that are like in Sandman, his like great, 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 great grandmother is in it, like doing what he does, you know. And Joanna Constantine oh, okay. in like The Dark Ages. So, and there's, other, there's have... other ones in different periods of time that have like the gift he has, you know, and they tell you similar stories or, or stories that are different people doing what he would normally do in different time periods. Mm-hmm. You know? What are you going to say? Yeah,
1: it, uh, well, he doesn't. I, I get that they're going with his great, however many. She, obviously, she's very great grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I exactly like that. You really it. don't. You you don't need that so much because he can have an apprentice. You know he had he had a, somebody teach him.
2: Yeah, but I think but it's it something that, that so, I, I it's
1: think, think it's people want the name from, though, which is what I think you're well, getting the at.
2: name, but also it's because of his ancestors. It's something that is is almost uh, like uh a hereditary. Line. Yeah, yeah. Because I think like one yeah. of the first Rasputin type was like a Constantine. You know. Hmm.
1: Yeah, like, I, just, I, 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 I just have questions about the Larry verse yeah I would definitely
0: I would definitely like use like use it very sparingly because I you know I want the the deaths to feel consequential like but you know every so often there could be a character or two that maybe fake their own death or something like that but it wouldn't be a lot of actual resurrections. You know, it it would have to be like a character that either has like some sort of because of their natural abilities, they seemed like they were dead and maybe or not natural, but because of whatever abilities they have, they seemed like they were dead, but they were not. But like if Superman. most people, I think Yeah, maybe, yeah, exactly. But most people know if they if if they die, then i will probably just roll with that. Just because, you know, I mean, in my mind, it's like I, again, I would be trying to tell a story with a beginning, a middle, and an end, and the death plays a role in that story. So it's not to say oh, that no, no one could ever come back, but probably not not often.
2: Yeah. It's like why Uncle
0: Ben can't come back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. And, and here's the thing, though. It's like, it's nothing wrong with people coming back. It's just that, you know, wrong there's nothing with be Uncle gone enough. Coming? <laughs> well, okay, that's fair, you know. But let it serve a, a purpose that, like, make make it make the re, the return feel as consequential as the death does. That that's what where people go wrong because it's like it feels like they bring back somebody because of of the toy chest thing. Somebody's like, oh, I want to use such and such, and they're like, oh, well, such and such is actually dead. It's like, oh, well, can we bring them back? uh i guess and then they tell some little story that can before the the run that they want the character for like you know they like hire somebody some writer to be like hey man we need you to figure out a way to bring back such and such and they're like who you know <laughs> you know it's not like they're like oh man i've been you know like it felt like for instance in in uh the first well not the first but in in um The Whedon Astonishing X Men run, it felt like bringing Colossus back was a main part of, like, there was that, there was that was a part of the story that was trying to be told in that run. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, and and the return of of Colossus felt like heavy. You know, like it felt like, and, and it was because colossus's return is juxtaposed with kitty pride being (coughs) taken off the board you know so it's like these fools like finally like colossus comes back and he and kitty finally like feel what they want to feel for each other and before they can actually have that connection again now kitty's gone and it's like oh you know what i mean (laughs) it it felt like a a, uh there was a reason for all that stuff to be happening, as opposed to just somebody saying like, "Oh, we should bring Colossus back," and nobody having a plan for that, you know what I mean? And so that's all it is. Another good example is uh, friggin' Bucky, right? When when they told that Winter Soldier story, it was like that felt consequential and for like it was a reason for him to come back. But you know, not just like random people come back because we want to use them.
2: Yeah, like Jason Todd, It comes back. It's consequential. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
4: mean it so, was. Yeah.
3: We should probably move on to our comic. Yeah. So.
0: You're right. All all this to say, uh, Eric Larson's wrong. No, I'm joking. I'm playing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of of characters that that seem to age and progress in the story, Saga seems to have uh, been able to accomplish that so far. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's I, I, like Saga Saga's definitely not aging in real time because
1: <laughs> so not real time, but the well, um, no, kind of aging like the, I, the first book yeah, right. I, I read that
0: that kid was just born,
2: right? And she's, she's 10, 10 years old now, and it's been 10 years yeah. since it came out.
0: Oh, well, there you go, never mind. I stand corrected. saga yeah. Saga's aging in real time. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Saga 55
2: comic book review book, comic book. like review <laughs> well not, not like that but like
0: saga 55 brian k vaughn fiona staples brian k vaughn of course uh writing fiona staples doing the art uh it's it's the return after almost four years, um, Moses, why don't you tell us what you what you thought of Saga Fifty Five?
2: Yeah, well, here's the yeah. thing: it's uh, mm-hmm. I hate the fact that they take these breaks, and mm-hmm. they took this break after issue fifty four, and they're like, <clears throat> "We'll see you when we see you," <laughs> you know, and then mm-hmm. the world changed. <laughs> The uh, yeah. world took a different turn um, And then The creators lives took a different turn And I kept, Every time I kept seeing the fucking Fiona Staples variant Of something I'd get so mad But then I was <laughs> happy when she wouldn't update her, tw- her Instagram because Okay she's not drawing a bunch of shit And not making Saga <laughs> You know And uh, mm-hmm. But the thing is I hadn't caught up yet so it gave me uh, like once I yeah uh, it gave me time to caught up i think i was like 20 issues behind and i read okay. those okay. were the pandemic and like that year we were like closed <laughs> so yeah i I, go, I caught up there and man catching up i don't know how i could have done it month to month with those little breaks after every like eight issues or so yeah. i don't know how you people did it but um, but then I'm like, okay, so it should be coming anytime now because I'm already like caught up and, uh, and nah, it didn't, it still took another, another two years. <laughs>
4: you
2: yeah, know? yeah. And, uh, yeah. hey, look, I, it felt so strange going back to issue 55 because it's, um, it's like turning the next page. It wasn't like, I was expecting this big, like, oh, they're back. Yeah. Double size issue. You know how comics do and there now. It's just like if it if they would have waited a month, it's like what you would have gotten that month, and so I right. am not gonna yeah. say I was let down by it because that's that's just the vibe that fucking saga gives you, you know. Um, mm. But the, as far as we know now, you know, spoilers. You had four years to read it, but Mark uh, is dead, <laughs> so or maybe we don't know. Like they only show a skull, and uh, but we don't know.
1: You know, we know. Do we? We do. do I we?
0: feel like we know. Like I, I can't um, imagine I, that, I wouldn't it, I wouldn't trust like, it
1: if it was the Larry verse, but <laughs> in the saga verse, it's it's it, it happened.
0: Yeah.
2: No, it, it definitely seems consequential. And it me it just you know the the fact that the girl the little girl Hazel is, is narrating it, it's like yeah, this is a story. I, I my dad died. This is the story of how my dad died, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I've been re-watching How I Met Your Mother. And it kind of reminds me of that, the way the story is here. (laughs) You know, it has that similar uh, storytelling device. I'm like, okay, so I know she's okay no matter what, but it's like you're still watching, you know. You don't know how old she is when she's telling you. So everyone that you're reading about that you like is probably dead (laughs) at the end of this book. (laughs) But we are at the halfway point, and it picks up right where it left off. And right where um like the book just has uh, it has an interesting way of telling you this story just with the dialogue the way people talk, and usually when people talk too real in a fantasy sci-fi thing, it throws me mm-hmm. off. But with Saga it just fits, and then I've said this before, but that it just fits <laughs> and mm-hmm. there's just this one scene where fucking uh the the What's the girl with the horn? The the ex fiance, the one that was mad. I don't know her name, but when the G- will goes, back, I think Wendelin. Yeah, when uh, the will goes to her, and she finally sees the will after he was fat, because <laughs> you know hmm. they did the fat Thor thing before Thor, um, and uh, yeah, and then they're talking about you know Sophie, the little sex slave that he freed, and she's like. Are you going to stick your dick in me or what? And he goes, "Uh, no, I, I don't want to." And then the cat's like, "Lying." <laughs> yeah. Cuz mm-hmm. it's like, man, I miss Saga. Like that the, those little moments like that are part of what makes the reading experience really, yeah. really good. No, yeah. And I don't know what else I can say about this issue other than I read it all no. the way to like the barcode on the back cover. Even the never. <laughs> Read the Even the pro the section, line, yeah, the pro section without uh without any pictures, I still read because it's like I don't know, man. What if they decide to take a break between issues? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Jay, what about you, man? What did you think of Saga Fifty Five?
3: Um, it was Saga. It was great. It was like, I, I feel this. I feel about Saga the way I feel about Conan. It's like, I don't really need to read it at this point. Like, I know it's just going to be the same old thing. I just happen to like Saga's thing and dislike Conan's. But I already knew this was going to be a five-star book when I
4: almost
3: okay. <laughs> said Saga. like... So like, then,
0: why do you sound less excited about it? Than, like, like, I don't get me wrong. I get that you're saying, yeah. "Oh, you're, oh, you're not, you're not surprised by the quality of the book." I get that, but, but when you say, "I don't need to read Saga because it's going to be Saga," like that means, like, I, you understand how good it's going to be, and you're just like, "Ah, oh, why would I do that?" Like, let me, let me take a chance on something else, or what?
3: Well, I'm behind, so it's like, oh, okay. I haven't really gotten like I've been meaning to start saga, but I haven't yet. And this had like a major spoiler in it. And I'm like
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn yeah. damn this book for being being the last part of <laughs> of the story. Like but also it's like referring to stuff that comes before.
3: It. <laughs> honestly, though it gets repetitive. Like it's one thing to read a book and love it. It's another thing to constantly read this book and love it, like, or to talk about it, because it's like, mm-hmm. I feel the same way about this review as I did the last time we reviewed Saga. I oh, except it. for it didn't have that little, uh, that guy, like, what did I do? Like, that was special, but uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just a five-star book. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just a lack of surprise. Like, I I knew it was gonna be five stars. Got
0: it. Got it. Okay. Like, so, I, so, I didn't yeah, know we you're... were
3: gonna get as much nudity as we got. But I think that's probably because I'm got not it. caught up on Saga. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know it does so, have nudity, but mm-hmm. this had a lot. It fe- well, it felt like a lot for no, the return yeah it was, it was a lot and i i did enjoy that so <laughs> yeah it's it's saga 55 it's just means now there's like 54 of the books i gotta read
2: wait wait <laughs> how far behind are you?
3: <laughs> one like i read issue one and i read the issue you made us review with the with the guy that's like what did i do like and
0: maybe like forty-two or forty-three, or yeah. like that. Uh,
3: yeah, and then after eat the rest. Got it. Jay. Got it.
2: No, you're gonna but enjoy, enjoy that I when you get the opportunity. opportunity. Well, look, after this, I got a mo deal for you. So don't uh. There it is. Yeah, you get to own it.
0: Oz, As... <laughs> what were your thoughts on this latest issue of Saga?
1: lot of nudity. So, I'm sitting there. I got my lunch break. I'm thinking, okay. I'm going to read one of my books. I opened up the first one. uh, You know, read a few pages in. And, all right, you know what? My fault. It is titled Sex and Violence. Okay, my bad. I get it. That's fine. Let's, Let's look at some saga. Let's see what's going. And then, yeah, like, but, like the three page sex scene, or something ridiculous, like in like, like. <laughs> if that was in a movie, it, it would be as close to porn as you can get. Like especially but when they're, they're having
2: porn. a conversation during. Right,
1: and thing. it's an important conversation. Yeah, so
2: you got to linger <laughs> on the page.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't just okay, sex, 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 sex. Oh, dialogue. Here we go. No, you. Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of nudity um it, it it it's fine it's well written i I, can, I i never have any real complaints about Saga i was surprised that i have no idea what's going on at this point but the book does a decent enough job of kind of keep bringing me bringing me up to speed both with who the kid is and then a little bit about the the conflict that you know, you start to pick up who her dad was, what the what the conflict is with these with with these different like the horn people, they I guess they're what the moon people, yeah, and they're, the they're, uh, the wing people, and they, you know there's there there's still a lot of questions, but that's because there's fifty four other books that, that kind of get you to this point. But if this is the fu- first book you're picking up, it does a decent enough job of kind of giving you an idea of what's going on, which you know is always surprising for a issue random issue 55 but i guess mm-hmm. they know this because they've been with like 4 years <laughs> since their last one so they're
0: like yeah
1: kind of yeah. like their version of previously
0: mm-hmm. and and they also know like you know i mean they did the time skip so it's like which this is if i'm not mistaken i feel like this is the is this is second or the third time one of the it's either second, second but, or third time but
2: it's not that long like I don't think it's well. It might be four years.
0: I know it is. It's it. She it was yeah. three years. Like she literally says, three years ago, my dad. Yeah. Died. yeah and yeah. so, and you know, so it's like it does like a three-year skip. Um, yeah. See, and, and that's so, that's
1: kind of that's kind of a thing about uh, this book. It made me like I thought he died in previous issues, and no. so it made me want to go back and kind of. Catch up mm-hmm. and, and see how he died, but now you're telling me there's a time yeah. jump, so I don't have to.
0: No, 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 no. no, no, no. You do need to see, do, see. Yeah, yeah you, you need, need to, to read that issue fifty four. Is
2: a... You need to read issue fifty four. Like I should have said fifty four and fifty five, Uh because I, I actually went back and read fifty four, and then but I didn't read it before fifty five. I read it after, and I'm like, man, if this would have been the next month book, like. After issue 54, like it's on some walking dead shit, you know, like it's mm-hmm. just something big happens and then you're back to the grind, but with yep. that consequence over you, you know, and it's still as fresh as I assume it is for people who read it four years ago or me that read it, you know, <laughs> two
0: years ago. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I, I... I go ahead. I know you all know me. Like I don't have the best memory, so I definitely went back and read, like you know, I, I read went back and read like the last like uh, three issues just to, you know, just to have a refresher of like okay where are they at in the story and whatnot. And so, yeah, it it it, it and I'm glad I did just because I did read those and then read 55, and so I was like yeah. yeah. But it, you're right, Mo. It does have a feel like on one hand, like, yeah, this could have easily been the issue that came out the following month. But it yeah. also feels like, okay, a jumping on point, which is which is crazy, because that's like, there, there's so many books that try to do one or the other of those and fail. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, they don't do a good job of being a jumping on point, or don't do a good job of being the next issue. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I'm just like, jeez, man, this joint did both at once after a four year break and you know it's just it because that was the whole thing for me too where i'm just like you know brian k vaughn and his books is kind of like you know he's almost like uh like jay-z for me where you know i listen to jay-z music and i'm kind of like any day now this dude's gonna fall off you know what i'm saying like he's gonna make a song and it's gonna be just one too many and i'll be like oh i just didn't like it you know and it's like i feel like that about Brian K Vaughn sometimes too where I'm like uh you know one day this fool's going to come out with a comic and i'm going to be like ah it's not, you know what it just doesn't feel like you know i like old Brian K not new Brian K you know what i mean and it's like <laughs> it doesn't happen man this guy he just cuz he's super consistent and and just like you said too with the uh having the regular kind of speaking like a, a conversation and and parlance that you would have in our day-to-day world but in you know the high fantasy slash sci-fi kind of setting it's like it just all fits i mean it's fit since issue one and you know and and then also too i mean luckily like you said with fiona staples it's like obviously we know what she's doing like we see covers we (laughs) see her art so so i it was there was no part of me that was like okay fiona fiona staples might not be up to task it's like nah Final you know, Staples stays ready. But, yeah. you know, I'm just like, man, this is, it's crazy. Because it was, it, it, I mean, I enjoyed it very thoroughly, and I'm just like, I, I am already, I'm already dreading the next hiatus.
2: <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I mean, look, it, it took, you know, 10 years to get to 54 issues.
0: I might not live another
2: 10. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: What's, yeah. what's the plan? Like, do you know how many issues? Like, you said it, like, you. It's gonna is be Brian 108 issues. issues?
2: 100 oh, is? issues. Yeah, so that's, that's why, uh, you know, it's fitting that we had the, the Larson talk with the finite character beginning, middle, and end. Because, okay. you know, Brian K. Vaughn has a beginning, middle, and end for this. And, you know, I, I believe, but I think wow. it's all written. So I think that's why it took four years. Like, he finished it all. So that he could go, you know... So he could make, you know, work on Why the Last Man TV show and, you know, Mm. all that. I don't know how much they consulted him, but he needed to be
0: available. I wonder why it's 108 issues. Does that, like, divide evenly into a certain number of years or something? Or Maybe,
2: but it's 54 over 10 years. But I don't don't think there's a specific... uh, I think when he had an end, he's like, okay, I think I would get it in 108. In yeah.
0: So, so like, say if, like, you know, obviously, like, comic books traditionally come out monthly, yeah. right? Yeah, right. So, if you had a comic book that came out consistently every month for five years, that'd be 60 yeah. issues, right?
3: Right. so It's two years and four know.
0: months. What's two years and four months? Wait,
3: no, never mind. My math is <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, like, you know, so ten years if you did it consistently would be 120 issues. That's of course not taking yeah. into like, say you don't have any annuals or specials or anything like that. Or stop right. straight. Well, you know. Yeah. So, but I'm like 108. I'm like, why is what's that number about? That's interesting.
2: Well, let's see here. Uh, 108. Ends up being, let's see,
0: where? I wonder oh, how many. Wonder. Let
2: me see here. Where is? Where's my calculator? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> well, either way, it ends up being nine years.
4: <laughs>
2: okay. And okay. Nine yeah, years, so. but. If he never took any, any, uh, any breaks, you know what I mean, right? Uh, right. But yeah.
0: So yeah, that's 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 interesting. I wonder what that. Uh... Oh, yeah. is that the calculator uh-huh. <laughs> That's the yeah. old. That's the <laughs> old school
1: motorcycle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you, they had to have engines back then. Right, right. Yeah, hundred, a the issues would be nine years,
0: and uh, okay. Uh, but
2: I don't know why he picked definitely. that. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, with hundred bullets, good. you know, it's a hundred because it's in the right. title, you know, right? Sense.
0: Which was but. awesome. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah man. But anyway, so, um, but yeah, the story itself. For this book was interesting too just because it was it was uh cool to kind of see where not only the characters are at but where the world is at too cuz obviously the world is is in a different place uh than it was when we left it last um, or or you know maybe I should say this like the characters are definitely in different places obviously with like the you know uh with their father not being there any longer and things like that but uh and I want to say that it feels like the war has intensified, which may or may not be the case. What I can say is we spent a lot of time away from the like the war front. Like, you know, like the book yeah. before this point was all about kind of running and trying to yeah. keep away from the conflict. And it seems like in, with this, they're kind of the... Hiding within the confines of the conflict, like, you know, trying to blend in a little bit more. So yeah, that was interesting.
2: And that's part of speaking of the whole book, that's part of the interesting thing, too. It's for those of you who've never read it, it is like a, a civil war torn galaxy, uh, but it's only explained to you through this little girl's perception. So when it's all heated up, she's just a baby and she's telling you what she heard like third hand you know and mm-hmm. as she gets older you start seeing more and more of it and as she gets older it's like well like people are just fed up with it all around like it's not even like the oppression even like people have learned to live with certain aspects of it and and mm-hmm. put up with certain shit from it and others they don't you know so it's like, there's a whole other like underbelly of crime <laughs> you know in Yeah. And, uh, and you know that's it's a weird way to world build but he he got it like because ultimately it's mm-hmm. a story about these people it's just the background mm-hmm. yeah. right and Brian K Vaughn does a really good job at uh at just expressing those ideas and uh mm-hmm. the art helps <laughs> you know you don't have to imagine anything right
0: yeah. that's and true said, man, that's oh. true
2: we're we're fighting a monster, but it's a ghost of a little girl that died here. But it's just part of their life cycle, like it's an organic ghost. How are you gonna draw an organic ghost? Feel the staple says, I got it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like and yeah, it works. Yeah. Like
2: uh, it's she was maimed like this, and she stayed like this. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Sure. It's it's amazing stuff, man. Also, too, I feel like. It like uh both both Vaughn and Staples did an amazing job in showing like the nuances of both sides of the war in that like beginning part of that book as well, where like you know, like how you have the soldiers like basically hemming up uh uh Hazel. <coughs> and you know tr- treating her very much you know like a criminal you know like a or like a terrorist and even one of her own men kind of being like hey what are you doing like it's a little girl like why are you you know do we need to treat her like this <laughs> and and you know you kind of being like oh man you know what yeah this is kind of messed up and then you have like the suicide bomber come in and you're like, oh, geez, <laughs> Like, <laughs> this, is, this is what these these folks are dealing with. And, you know, it's not so much that it justifies what was happening beforehand, but you kind of, you know, it puts you in a situation where you're like, man, these people are, are acting in a way that's unreasonable. And then you see the events unfold and you're like, well, well maybe even- they weren't. That even before
1: that, though, even before that, though, when when the lady says, "Look, how old does she have to be to cast this fire spell?" and the guy's like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, you, oh you, yeah, you're right, my we bad, did.
0: carry mm-hmm. on." Right, like, I right. Told you about, exactly like,
1: what they're dealing with.
0: And right after that, mm-hmm. she cast
1: the
2: shield spell. <laughs> right, like, right in the. That was awesome.
0: Yeah. That yeah. Was... No, it was it was and it was just crazy because it's kind of like you know it it makes it so that at, on one hand you sympathize with both sides and on the other hand you're kind of disgusted by both sides which is feels very much what saga's is about thematically you know yeah because it's about like the idea like almost like hey when you're talking about a war, there aren't really any winners, they're only losers, you know? And so it's it it was, yeah, it was done really well. And you know, in this, and then like even just the scene where you have just the boots left, the smoking boots, and I'm just like, hey yeah. man, like this is crazy. This is crazy. And so I'm just like, you know, and and the the wild part was. That's how we opened the book, and then from there we kind of just went to quiet moments. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like we were like, okay, like here we're we're getting ready for this action-packed book. It's like they gave you that, and after that, it became about the story of a a, a kid trying to get home before their mom to make sure that she didn't realize that she snuck out. <laughs> it's like really, like that's so crazy, like that that we went from freaking suicide bombing to that and it felt natural and exactly like okay you know what i felt satisfied <laughs> you know like in a lot of circumstances i feel like a lot of other people i would have been like they should have done that the other way around you know what i'm saying they should have like started here and then ramped the action up to that and that should have been the climax and then in, in the end it's like they did it the opposite way and it felt exactly as it should be at least to me so i was just like man yeah, it's crazy. It's 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 masterfully done. Joe's oh, yeah. right. We shouldn't we shouldn't have reviewed this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. And honestly, no, joking, joking, the absolutely. reason I did it is because in the pre-production we're like, should we do something else? Nobody answers. So I'm like, you know yeah, what? I'm adding yeah. this because it's coming out. And uh, no, know, but we'll be, we, no, no, I'm preview. glad that we I'm did.
0: Glad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. No, no. I'm, I'm just more so making the joke. <laughs> but with that said we should go ahead and and rate sod unless you all have something else y'all want to say about it real quick i'm good okay that last panel was a
3: little off the
0: the last panel
3: is a little last page yeah
0: like the barcode
3: (laughs) no the picture he scanned the
0: barcode. no i'm just messing You, you don't like the way that a home chick looks?
3: Yeah, it looks a little weird. Like I don't dislike I, I was, it. It's just a little weird.
0: I will say that um, I do remember when I was reading it initially, I do remember thinking, I'm like, her eyes look a little funny. Like if they're, I don't know if they were like, I don't remember if they were, they were too far apart or too close or something like I do remember thinking like oh her her eyes look a little a little different or a little weird. and it, but the thing is though it didn't look bad it just something about it sat a little weird with me or maybe maybe they're maybe because they're like one's a little higher than the other I don't know but I like the picture like I love the expression on her face yeah
2: and the juxtaposition, like we're smugglers, and then she says we were drug dealers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So you Good know,
3: shit.
0: but anyway, Jay, what what would you rate uh, Saga number fifty
3: five? Mm, surprise, surprise! It's a five out of five. <laughs> that's
2: that's Joe's uh, five out of five face.
0: there it is oz what would you rate saga 55.
1: yeah i'd probably do five out of five too just you know don't read it in public
0: (laughs) don't 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 like oz Oz is currently seeking employment (laughs) if anybody has any opportunities
2: depending how your Uh, wife is not in front of your wife either what are you reading? And why are you touching right. the <laughs> Most Magnificent.
0: <laughs> what would you rate Saga
2: 55? Uh, Yeah, it's a five out of five. It's, it's you know, it, it, it wasn't, you know, I don't know why. I, I guess because of the big two. I, I When something comes back after a long time, it's like a celebration. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. this one just went right back into it. And, you know, I didn't expect yeah, I don't know why I even expected a celebration, but it it is a five out of five. It's there's no two ways about it and uh as far as um, giving uh uh Joe the, you're behind you know if you go on Comicsology right now, you get everything for fifty four ninety nine so that's a dollar an issue. <laughs> Um,
0: 55
2: bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get you can catch
1: up.
3: Wait, That's you know? well I, I don't mean to step on your story, but Enough. I I, go I did step go step to up. comixology. Uh-huh. And all their saga stuff is on sale. Right. So I, I just got the compendium. It's oh. 50% off.
2: But but okay. And that has all 54 ish
3: <clears throat> Yes. Okay, good.
2: So, you got that for what? For like 30 bucks?
3: Yeah, like 23 bucks.
2: Oh, man. If that's not a MoD, I don't know what is. Because that's even better. better. Yeah. Because, I mean, you could buy, they have the bundle where you just buy the single issues and it's 55 bucks. It's a buck an issue. But you got the compendium with all those liner notes. Yeah, I I don't know.
3: Uh, Well, according to Vaughn, there is stuff. I think in the single issues that you don't necessarily get, yeah, uh, in the compendium, like a uh, cosplay, yeah,
2: because they used to run uh, contests and shit. Right,
1: you talking Even... about K Von or Von B? No, Brian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is BK Von? Like a... Not Von B. I, thought, I thought he was talking about Von B2 for a second. I was like, for to Von, I'm like, when is what is Joe talking to Von for? What, I'm not. That? I'm not. <laughs> what do you mean? What for? You don't talk to him regularly. Oh no, I talked to him, I was just talking about Joe.
3: Yeah, me neither.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, We're five like of five.
3: in competition now, like unbeknownst to him. We're like, both he's competing making... musicians. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're trying to tell Because I've him. got an album out, and he just has tracks. Like, dope-ass tracks.
1: <laughs> can, can we use those tracks, or are they copyrighted, too?
2: No, we can use them.
1: Oh. Somebody just pulled ahead.
2: <laughs> <a> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make him a Grammy selling. <laughs> he's going to get
0: <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. So good stuff.
2: Um I didn't get to play my yeah, mo I, Money I, Music, but here's a little taste. Here comes the money.
0: Here
2: we go. No mo money, no mo money, no mo money, no mo money. money. That's it. That's all you get this time. I didn't shoot a separate uh mo deal for that, but it is a Mo deal, Saga for 23.99 for the Compendium, which is great. That That's you a You know, I bought it I bought it as a gift. And it wasn't on sale, and it came damaged <laughs> when I bought it online. So the physical copy, so that twenty three ninety nine, and it won't get damaged. Like that's tight.
0: Yeah. Can I wonder? Can you get it for that much in a, for that price as a physical copy? Or that's
2: uh, only a digital thing. No, I mean that's a digital right now because they're celebrating the the return. That's probably yeah. why I got so hyped, but um, like, let's say Amazon and uh Saga. I mean, any anybody that sells trade paperbacks for like 50% off or whatever, like, because they get it's a higher markup, they can do sales. They'll probably sell it for 30% off. I see a it. Oh, that's
3: amazing. Oh, no. That's for digital. The paperback, I see it for 4184 Yeah,
2: 4184 yeah, um, that's a hardcover. Yeah, I mean, sixty bucks for fifty-four issues isn't bad, you know. And you have right. them all in one book, like full price ain't yeah. bad. But right, uh, twenty-three ninety-nine is a lot better. Yeah, That's, yeah. <laughs> that's not a deal. That's a mo deal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. It's crazy. What are you gonna see like, before I cut you a country? what say what no what
2: larry was going to say something before i played the the
0: oh i was going to say it's it's crazy you know like saga is such a uh like beloved kind of property uh like it's crazy that they haven't figured out making a show for that yet and and i get it because i'm sure that it's going to be like super expensive to do right with all like of uh, all the like there's a lot of effects you know, it feels like Saga
3: would have to be effects heavy. But, but it, 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 I mean, you could just make it animated. Nah. It's
0: true, but animation costs money too. Yeah. Like good nah, animation. But I mean, at least it would look, look. look good. Yeah, but it, well, that's still
2: up for debate. I mean, we've seen a lot of things get translated and the animation doesn't hold up to the comic art.
3: You know? Um, I mean, get
0: the people that do Invincible to do it.
3: Yeah, Invincible turned out pretty good, except for the shorts. Yeah, but
2: they're busy doing Invincible. They can't be doing Saga.
3: <laughs> like,
2: at this point, you that's gotta correct. get, like, I mean, if you do it live, you gotta take the Mandalorian route and just do that projector instead of the green screen, like that Unreal Engine with the projector in the back. Mm-hmm. And, that, I mean, that should yeah, looks good. Yeah, you're that's right. the easy way. Like, the that's easy like way to good. do it is with the Unreal Engine and that projector back. So, um, for a yeah, lot of those things, exactly right. you know? maybe yeah. you go to Daiso and get some fake tile for flooring and stuff but you know it'll be all right
0: i feel like prince robot would be a standout kind of character i feel like people yeah. like prince robot costumes would be the biggest halloween costume of the, the year that the thing comes out you know what i mean ah uh, yeah
2: but either way i think uh, uh yeah who knows i mean people pick, it'll be like it could be, like, one of those things, especially, like, let's say if they do, like, the first 12 issues as a season, you know? Like, yeah, you're gonna have your people that pick your factions because they don't know what happens because they don't read no fucking comics, you know? So they're like, oh, I'm with the last I'm with the Moonies, you know? like, it's like you Right, know, right. You're supposed to be for neither. <laughs> you're supposed <laughs> to be for <laughs> Hazel! Right, <laughs> yeah.
0: for Hazel. For the people, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. but you know, yeah, sure. another,
3: another annoyance
2: around that time.
3: <laughs> so, should we move on to sex and violence?
0: Yeah, let's do that. Yes, we shall. <laughs> oh man, okay. So, uh, sex and violence, number one, uh. It's Jimmy Palmiati and Justin Gray doing, uh, each doing a story uh, as far as writing is concerned. And then who, uh, Mo, help me out here. Who are, who's doing the art for those two uh, stories as well?
2: I forget the dude's name. Um, I got to bring it up. Uh, Yeah, it's two different
0: people. I do know that, but. Yeah, because there's two um, separate stories.
2: We're doing volume one, right? Yeah. Juan yeah, Santa yeah,
0: Cruz. Yeah.
2: Juan Santa Cruz is listed here in the for the second story, and then Jimmy Broxton for the first.
0: Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. And so yeah, this is you know two separate stories that are getting told, uh, that that surround this it surrounds the themes of sex and violence. Um one the first one kind of has a bit of a a crime noir kind of feel to it, and then the second one kind of has more of a uh kind of uh voyeur kind of thriller type thing going on with it. And yeah, but yeah, it, it definitely lives up to the name as Oz had mentioned earlier. So Oz, what why why don't uh, you start? <laughs> What you oh you don't want us to start? No, Jay yeah. has a
2: censored picture here. Well, we're on
3: Yeah, I I was complaining about that two weeks ago when you suggested we talk about this. Yeah. The digital edition on Comixology that they sell is censored. And I bought it just because I I, I really like this picture. Someone posted it uncensored on Twitter. Yeah. And so I bought it on Comicsology hoping to own that picture. And it is censored. And I was so disappointed that I didn't want to read the book. And then you (laughs) you wanted to read it for the show.
2: Yeah. So I was like,
3: fine. But yeah, I I have the censored version.
2: Like, I mean, we have a censored version that's better. Somewhere here,
0: <laughs> the the FF version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'll Let's... show it to
2: you later. Oz, go ahead.
1: That that cover belied what was in this book, right? Like that. that it, it's a it's a good book, and yeah, it's like like you said, the first story specifically is more noirish. Uh, less less sex although kind of sex it is kind of a a big part of the story i mean it, right. it involves mm-hmm. like a, a main aspect of the story is porn um mm-hmm. but i guess that would be the violence because in the story afterwards it, it's a lot of sex it's a lot of nudity so, <laughs>
4: uh
1: but yeah it's a it, it's a couple of stories. They're decently told, decently written. I don't know. Are we going to
2: talk gonna about it? This shit came out like four years ago, yeah. I
0: think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can. Yeah. But, but you know what? Just, I just, I just want to get your initial impression real quick. And then we'll dig into the story in just one sec. Let me, let me jump to Jay and get your initial impression of, of the book, Jay.
3: Um, I'm a little disappointed in me like <laughs> when I when I started reading, like, the first thing that hit my mind was like, "Oh, this is like Princess." And you know, Princess is a similar story, except there's like a kid involved and in like a monastery. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know like. Sometimes I, I don't like bringing up stuff just because like it's similar. I just like to enjoy it for itself and not think of mm-hmm. what it reminds me of. But yeah, I was getting some major princess vibes from it.
0: Okay, and that's a good thing?
3: Very good. Okay. I mean, it's a good story. It's like porn and murder. That's what princess is.
2: That's what the story was. Isn't Snake Eyes that too?
3: Uh, snake Eyes, maybe like 8mm is closer. Oh,
2: 8mm, that's the one.
3: That's the one I was thinking. Of. Right, I remember 8mm. That was a good Asian.
2: movie.
3: Yeah. 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 So, but okay. princess is animated, so the art style or, uh, my mind went there first just because it's art. Gotcha. But I did think of eight uh, millimeter too, but Princess is kind of a better movie than eight millimeter. Like yeah. and I, I really like eight millimeter. And I don't know yeah. why this turned into a princess review, but um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think you know. <laughs> I know. I I just never get a chance to talk about it. Well, when I, we ask
0: in
2: pre-production, is there anything we should talk about? You should say, "Princess."
3: Yeah. I feel like I tried to get you to watch it before, but I don't know. Okay, yeah. next week. <laughs> no, not other. next week. Just kidding.
2: The thing is, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if you want to do it, I'm down.
0: <laughs> so, Mo, well, what do you think of Sex and Violence?
2: Like, it, like I, you, you get me a noir, kill them all, like, type of story, and that's kind of what the first one was. <clears throat> I mean, you know? And the fact that it's yeah. short, it's, like, just a one shot. Like, I like, I like the mm-hmm. anthology aspect of this the second one was a little weirder for me but it was still good but that first one i really enjoyed and uh, it did have those that eight millimeter vibe or, or princess yeah. i think yeah but
3: uh i'll find out you'll find <laughs> out
2: next week too and there's uh, also a
3: little bit of Sin city in there
2: yeah that's another mm-hmm. thing it, it it had that vibe and and i i'm in <laughs> you know um right i didn't even buy this book like like that either like i just I, I paid on Kickstarter for Volume Three to come out, and uh, and they gave me the first two and a Painkiller Jane story. So, um, we might be doing a Painkiller Jane story too. Um, I know Joe <laughs> <like> that. So, <laughs> hmm? I know you like that. So, yeah, yeah, I do like
3: Painkiller Jane.
2: Yeah. So, but not
3: nearly as much as Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> like man, he pushes that joint. Like... Oh, he
2: loves that! Like that's his baby, man. That's his like first creation. Like, yeah. not like that hack Casada. <laughs> like he don't he don't mention Painkiller Jane ever.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I wish Joe Casada would like mention Painkiller Jane a little more often, you know. But no, he's he's, he's hilarious. on Larry's team. oh boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Oh man. But but I will oh, say that um this book, yeah, uh I, I think at least from what I'm hearing, it sounds like everybody's kind of like on the page, like that first story hits pretty hard and then the second story uh is while good, maybe isn't on the same quite the same level. And yeah. it it's, no the, no the but...
3: I didn't mean to give oh. that impression. Like, the second story was hot as fuck. Like, <laughs> man. Like, oh, I yeah. know Mo was talking oh. about getting hard while reading earlier. It's like, <laughs> no, that I was story... scratching my
2: nuts. I was scratching my nuts. <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> man. Yeah, the story is my not ancient.
1: hot it's, <laughs> unless violence is hot.
3: You know. Right, but the second story is hot as fuck. That's right. why
1: I call the first story the, the violence and the second one the sex.
3: But, and but I I, I like the well art. Yeah. I like uh-huh. the art for that one. And I actually do like that little character arc of hers. So the second story follows a police woman who she's stressed, uh, trying to deal with the day to day. You know, her partner gets her his ear bitten off. Uh, she <laughs> fails to stop a guy from killing Sorry. himself. And she's just like having a tough time and trying to struggle, like trying to get through the struggle. And she ends up uh, spying on her neighbors. Like her neighbors move in and she could see into their place from her where she is. And she just starts watching these two and it becomes like a hobby and then a little more than a hobby. And she finds herself like really Invested in watching these two, and she starts to have feelings for one of them who she feels is being mistreated by the other. And you know, eventually, she comes around to oh, you said we're doing spoilers, right? So, yeah. yeah, like eventually, uh, she goes uh she tries to help her but she can't bring herself to it and when she visits her during a blackout to borrow candles she notices that uh she's been spying on her and they kind of end up hooking up like after she beats up her ex for her and (laughs) it is it, it is just really interesting. Like I love her character arc. I love thinking about the thing. Like, I love her thought processes. Like, and she's a little pervy. Like, she masturbates in public uh, when no one can see her. And she just, she needs a release. And she finally gets it at the end of the book. Like, she's so pent up, stressed out. And it's good to see her like get a happy ending yeah dude. after everything she deals with
4: <laughs> uh,
3: there it is
0: yeah yeah i mean I, listen i feel everything everything you just said jay is true <laughs> how hard did your penis I, I get
3: like not full on but it was definitely rising it moved it moved yeah, he had blood flow. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I had right. to keep reading. Like, I had to make myself keep reading because I needed to get it done before the show. Like, so I couldn't like stop and like have fun time or whatever. But, <laughs> but you know, like I wanted to, but busy. Like, gotta finish reading. <laughs> Good
0: job. I, I guess I guess for me, I was kind of like Fantastic
2: Forum always comes first.
0: <laughs>
1: Apparently not if you don't have the time.
0: Uh, I felt like the like the second story, which is that the one that Justin Gray did? Or do they both do both no? Of them I think he
2: did the first one. Justin Gray did the first okay.
0: one. Okay. And Palmiati did the second one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it very much feels like like Palmiati was like putting some stuff on the page that make like that that he's into. into you know what I mean? Like it totally feels like like a bit of a, a, a fetish book. And I don't mean that as a negative, mind you, like I'm not knocking it i'm just saying that from a from like thematically it doesn't it it feels like what i want to see like you like you described the story as hot and that is what it basically like the it 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 has like it feels like that was what he was going for first and then making like a good story second as opposed to the justin gray story the first nor one which had like a hot moment or two in it or actually just one yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has maybe a hot moment in it but it felt like more pain. so like <laughs> right but it may but it feels more like like the theme of sex and violence was what he like what was trying to be put out there first like you know and like like the sex and the story uh or the the story serves the theme of sex and violence, uh, as of, or maybe maybe it's the other way. Maybe so the the sex and violence serves the story, as opposed to it being the other way around, where it kind of feels like, yeah, like Palmiotti wanted to see some like some girls like get down and have another woman watch them <laughs> you know which i'm not again i'm not knocking like it would it like it's almost like if if you were watching like say like skinamax or something like that you'd be like man this is the best skinamax movie you've seen in a long time you know what <laughs> mean? you know but it's not like you know it's not eight millimeter <laughs> you know like that's well, a different level
2: I feel like that's this anthology series, that's kind of what we're getting. Like, for example, like that first one for me had all the vibes we talked about, but also had that true romance vibe. Like right. that that like good action movie too, you know? And right. that happens to have a little bit of sex and violence in it. And this one right. is like your cinemax type uh self reflection, self growth type of story too. So I don't know. I didn't read the second one or third one yet, but I know Jade did. I did. How hard did that make you? <laughs>
0: it's like, how, how many erections out of five?
3: <laughs> Man, I tell you, there's this one story where a guy is, like, having sex with this one girl, and she has a daughter... And so the next day, the daughter is like basically trying to seduce this guy. And man, man, super <laughs> hot. And then it 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 really pays off the ending because, <laughs> like, I don't want to spoil it for you guys because I know you're, you'll probably read it.
2: Ah, come on. You're just coming on half cocked now.
3: Okay, well, <laughs> basically the mom doesn't come off half cocked and she shoots the dude in the head and they bury him because he's not father material.
2: <laughs> Man. That's almost like a horror movie in a sense.
3: Yeah. Like it's that great horror twist where you think yeah. it's one thing and it's like, no, nah, they're looking for a daddy and you tried to fuck the daughter. So you're yeah. not good. And their baby the people family.
2: Yeah, that's some Texas chainsaw shit.
3: Man. Yeah.
0: So like is, is, so when they killed them, how that, like, uh, is that what that we're trying to
2: yeah? So how how uh, how, how fast did you lose your erection when they killed the dude for not being daddy material?
3: Dude, I yeah. I didn't. <laughs> that was the experience, like, <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's weird because violence normally does that for me, like. Makes it go away, but in this one, it, it really didn't. Like
1: when that gun went off, so did I. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like it, it just it made me happy. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Oh, it like it's just like I. It was a little unexpected. Like I kind of expected it but I kind of didn't, and so like, you know, I like violence in my media. (laughs) I like (laughs) violence. So, yeah, I don't know, it just, it messed really well for me, this. And the daughter is like super cool, like she's really funny because She's like describing to the mom like how far he got during the seduction, and like when he failed, like when he failed the test, and it's like it's really funny, and (laughs) yeah, it's just yeah, I don't yeah, it's just a really good. um,
0: Are there only are there only two stories in that one, Jay?
3: No, there's three
0: as well. Okay.
3: Yeah, there's a a, oh Ed Bone one two three four. We're talking about the comic Sex and Violence uh, by Jimmy Palmiotti. Uh, It's an anthology series full of well, sex and violence. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah.
0: No, no mysteries here. (laughs) So yeah, so let's let's talk about more about the art for the first one. What do y'all think about uh the art for the first story?
2: Uh, I thought I it, it. was Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was all good all around. Like not uh maybe uh the second story maybe a little too like polished. Like maybe they did a little like in Photoshop just little highlights to accentuate uh shininess and curves. The, you know, mm-hmm. but other than that, like the first one, I read like the Nor art on the first one, like that's like some hundred shit, like right up my alley. Like it just meshed that's mm-hmm. the, that first one meshed so well for me. And the second one, while I did enjoy it, it did have a lot of the more tropey things that you get in these type of comics, you know. Yeah. But it's like an exploitation movie from the 70s, you know, like this is like Caged Heat, mm-hmm. but in an apartment and rear window. It's like Caged Heat and Alfred Hitchcock mixed together. You know, so in that sense, it's it's a masterpiece. It did its job, and you know, part of that maybe the art style has to go for that feel. It has to go in that. I don't particularly like those highlights too much. I like more of the, like the Fiona Staples art, like yeah. color theory, where it's like, okay, her skin's tan, yeah. so the highlight needs to be a lighter shade of tan, not just a white, yeah, with a little bit of yeah. tan around. It, you know,
0: it definitely has like a the the second story has like a aspen. Comics, yeah, nineteen like nineties kind of thing going on yeah, for it. That count. it's not a bad thing, right? You know, yeah, top, right, all, exactly. It it's just you know, just, if just, if uh, I'm watching a a story,
2: style. like if I'm reading Eve Proto Mecca and I got all those flares going like that, like I'm I'm in. <laughs> but if I'm watching somebody like a chick take a shower or swim in a lake, it doesn't need to be all that. Now the color theory on the sky though was great. <laughs> it went there, you know. The the landscape that could, that was done really well. I I really love that transition of the sunsetting golden uh, sun and the night and the violet night and cool blues of night coming in like that. They did that really well.
3: Mm-hmm. But you know,
2: that's not what we're not reading this book for sunsets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what what were you going to say before Oz? Um in talking about the story and, and, you know, I know you were, you you were almost concerned about spoiler type stuff before too, but what were you going to say?
1: No, I mean, I was just going to talk about what happened in the story. Like what, you know, like especially the first one, what the, what the plot was, but I think, I think we, like we, we jumped into the volume two that some of us didn't even know. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fine. Art wise. Um, I'm not gonna say it's amazing art, but it does its job. You know, the the first story that was like we said a noir story, and the art reflected that feel, like an old pulpy noir book that you just pick up randomly. This second story, the art wasn't as good, but it was good enough, as we found out, you know, from you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah it it, it, yeah. it did a good
1: job handling
0: <laughs> there it is so okay cool um
3: and you can look forward to more of that pulpy style in volume 2 cool. uh we get uh another story about a guy that you know is doing something embarrassing, gets caught doing something embarrassing. And so he like kills a person that catches him. And it turns into like a whole kind of mobster dexter type thing. Mm. And it's like done with that like noirish art feel to it. And I know Mo likes dirty art. And so yeah. we have a another story about russians training dogs to blow up nazi tanks and it's done in like a really dirty style like a art style cool. that uh i i thought it did its job well like it made me feel cold
0: is it is there sex in that story
3: no um, oh, okay. Um no sex there is violence. nudity like there is nudity in the story but no mm-hmm. sex okay. like one of the pe- the sniper is a female and she goes around topless for in no apparent court. reason other than well inside when she's inside oh okay why don't you just read it Larry
2: <laughs>
0: I, I, guess I know right <laughs> I guess I will.
2: I know he doesn't really yeah. like sex and violence all that much but
0: I mean I like it as much as I'm supposed to
3: <laughs> right like no, no I don't think so <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> listen I listen'm not taking my advice from you sticky pages.
3: <laughs> hey, hey I'm all digital they can't get <laughs> sticky.
0: Yeah. Oh! Oh! Look, they look—they like, still stick. That's what makes it weird. i, I like, screen is non-stick. <laughs> it's like, why am I having so much trouble getting? The <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? It's a glitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, yeah, uh, I yeah, got—I so. got
2: volume. This is a, a good thing, and they'd be on the lookout for if they do a volume four, but I, for. Issues one, two, three, and then a bonus painkiller Jane like freebie. Uh that's about 60 pages, I think, or maybe around regular comic size, about 30. Um, it was 15 bucks. All digital. No, no, you know, no knickknacks or nothing. But they did have other rewards that I was like, you know what? I just want to help fund this. And I don't I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to clutter. My desk is cluttered. Like, if I put the camera down, <laughs> it's a fucking mess. That's why <laughs> today I'm using a tighter. Angle because yeah, I got shit hanging off the walls and, and shit that <laughs> shouldn't be on camera. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, 15 bucks is not a bad deal, man. And that just adds to the review, man. When you can help uh, a creator, independent creators come out on uh, some kind of yeah. crowdfunding, take that chance, you might get some good shit.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So, and it's yeah, uncensored. I mean, they, they
2: got it on Comixology censored, man. And issue two was censored, also.
3: Well, I should say just the cover, oh, okay. is censored, everything else is uncensored. Okay, but just that cover, and I, which was the main reason I bought it, that's censored. But everything on the inside and volume two are both all uncensored. Cool, so
0: the downside of digital comics, Jay. It's like they got to still, like, comics, obviously still has to promote their covers, and they're like, we don't have a, a censored to uncensored version, but I guess they could if they wanted to, right? Yeah, yeah they, they could.
1: could. They like censored and then just offered the uncensored for, on the sale.
2: Well, the thing and is, is something, similar happen like, happened,
3: like something similar happened with I Hate Fairyland, where I got the mm. digital version of that, and it does not come with the fuck Fairyland cover, mm. which well, was lame, yeah. and that's but I know Scotty's thing. probably not even really into that cover. Like I'm not sure why he did it, but he didn't seem all enthused about it. I know Comicsology is like, especially
2: like let's say like I, I have unlimited, so I'm paying. It's tied in, you know. They merge my my Amazon account with it. They know I'm not a child. Mm-hmm. They don't need to offer me the censored <laughs> thing at all. Like they have enough information, this data mining that they do with the microphones and shit. They know there's no kids running around and there's no kids <laughs> using my Amazon account. So the- I think they right. got it that way
3: because I think I feel like they do have it. Like there are some covers on Comicsology, yeah, that are uncensored. I think uh, Paper Films just gave it to them that way.
2: Uh, well, oh well, that's
3: that's well. I, you know, and I that's can't bad. confirm that. Like maybe I'll yeah. ask Jimmy on Twitter.
0: Yeah, you uh, should do that. Yeah, you should. It'd be interesting to hear the answer.
3: Okay, um, I have to figure out how to make sure I sound super respectful because he will block annoying people quick, and I don't want to like. Get blocked. I who, like following him. Who
0: could find you annoying, Joe? Who could do that? It's like you well, barely speak. Well, there's this
3: one guy <laughs> who blocked me because I said you should wait until the age of consent before having sex with someone, and they blocked me. I mean, you don't tell me what to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Schmeck, what? Okay, well, I don't know why. I also I got know. blocked because
3: I'm not offended by blackface.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, never mind, Jay. You're right. what many choices. Because look, you get you get defended from both sides of the spectrum. <laughs> it sounds like so. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know how it is you're managing to offend all these people on Twitter. You <laughs> apparently you're way too vocal on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. You need to shut up sometimes and just read.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Amy Chibi says, excuse me, can I ask something? Yes, go right ahead. Yes, you can,
0: Amy Chibi. Uh, In the meantime, let's just do some quick reviews while Amy's asking her question. I mean, not reviews. I'm sorry. Some uh, ratings. She
3: says, "Uh, I wanted to ask how you all managed to look so handsome tonight. Oh, Oh, come come on, Amy. but I yeah, contributed you know, to really poor lighting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish I wish I was lighter so you could see me blush.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Did we rate these this book? No, that's what we're about to do right now. So, Mo, why don't you start, man? Sex and violence, number one. What would you rate it? At the value,
2: it's it's a four out of five. Like it's good. And I got it for free technically, because I would have paid fifteen just for three and uh and I got one two it.
1: So <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a great deal. Oz, what would you rate sex and violence number one?
1: Same for. I mean, I, I like the stories. The thing that drops it is that the art in the second story, you know, not not bad yeah. at all, just not yeah. as good as the first one.
0: Got you, got you. Jay, what would you rate? Sex and Violence,
3: number one. Well, I'm going to rate both as a whole. Okay, what would you rate? Since I've done it. And, you know, the art ebbs and flows. Um, The stories are varied and fun. Like I'm not, like I said, the one with the dogs, I wasn't a huge fan of that art. But I think overall, I can give Sex and Violence a five out of five.
0: No, there you go. And not a Conan five. Yeah. Oh, no, you give Conan <laughs> No, Conan only twos. gets three. Yeah, Like I accidentally gave three. it a four okay.
3: last time. But
0: mm. I take
3: that back. It's only a three.
0: Got it. But this is Amy like Chibi a, this isn't even a. Uh-huh.
3: Says, this is a bit of a random question. If you all had met each other as children, you think you would have gotten along. Fun fact, me and Lawrence did meet as children. Uh we yeah. were in the same apartment building and we were the only kids. And so mm. like since we were 7, we've been hanging out. 7.
0: Jay, you're talking crazy talk, Jay. Like my sister, my sister and I are 7 years apart. I've known you longer than her.
3: Well, that's true. <laughs> For so like 5 six, I don't know. I just remember the birthday party at three was the first memory I have of you.
0: Oh, listen, no, man. Like, we've been through way too much. It's crazy. Like, that Jay's the first person I remember that I wasn't related to. Like, without question. (laughs) It's insane. Like, like, yeah, like, literally, legit, I've known him longer than members of my family. (laughs) It's it's weird, but it's true. I will say that the only person I would have questions about is maybe Moses. Like I don't know Mo. I didn't like people. I didn't like black
2: people. Till I was I didn't like black people till I was sixteen. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were so dead. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I just I just see Mo. I mean, I know like I just like Mo. I, I, and I don't know this because, you know, I didn't know you as a kid, Mo. I only know yeah. the stories that you've told me and, like, you know, talking to, like, your your family and some of your friends. But, you know, you, you strike me as, like, more of a, a counterculture kind of dude even yeah. when you were younger. And I don't know if that would have been, like, and honestly, like, I would have probably thought you were super cool, But I don't know that you would have been like, oh, let me go hang out with that guy. Cause I was, I was very lame as a child. No, I'm dead serious. Like I was super lame. Like I, I feel like, and don't get me wrong, like Oz, I feel was definitely cooler than me as a kid too. But I feel like Oz could have, (laughs) no, okay. Well, there it is. (laughs) Like, well, listen, I feel like Oz and I could definitely get along. Like we would have been, we would have had a lot of common interests. I think
1: we would have, we would have gotten along because I'm the kid that was reading comic books during recess. So well, we, okay. we yeah, could so have some. Same same so,
0: yes. Yeah, so, the, okay. But I'm also so, a yeah, kid we, we'll that that.
1: because of that, I didn't have any other friends. And so I had to develop a sense of humor <laughs> and be the class clown <laughs> just to get people to at least leave me alone.
0: Oh, and see? Same, I didn't, I didn't learn like, that until like high school ish.
2: <laughs> well, and see, Larry, so the thing is, like, you see how we, like, us four, we hung out and, you know, we've hung out in person many times. And you see, we just when we hang out together, we're just us. And that's kind of how my group was when I was a kid. Like, in high school, and and junior high, it was just the group. And I was the only one in, like, I mean, you met Lloyd. Like, Lloyd was, he's like into metal and punk and stuff, but not like I was, you know? He was into his other shit and then uh, other dudes that hung out with us. Like, one of them, like, aspired to be a banker. You know,
0: <laughs> like he dressed a like child? a banker.
2: <laughs> yeah, he dressed like a banker uh, all through high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he wore khaki. Now when you say he dressed and, like a banker, like, that means he, he wore khakis.
0: Like, wow.
2: like he wore khaki, like dockers, and then like uh, uh a plaid like shirt, but not like, like a flannel plaid shirt, like a, a short sleeve <laughs> with collar, uh with tiny little square like plaid shoulder. like just blue nah man like this dude like honestly like you know when they say the youth pastor line in, in No Way Home like this dude was like yeah. that and then and yeah. now you know I see him on Instagram and he's there too he just doesn't have any hair now and and he's like a banker <laughs> you know like but that was that dude <laughs> I, to this day like I chilled with that dude for four years at lunchtime until he got a girlfriend but and then when he lost her, he came back but I still don't know what music he likes. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) none of that came, like, it wasn't a a qualifier into I chill with. You know, he doesn't doesn't
0: listen to music. That's way too radical for him.
2: Right. (laughs) (laughs) He likes
0: classical. His favorite song is the Oscar Mayer Wiener theme song.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you know, so I think, Larry, we probably would have got along, but yeah, you know.
0: Now okay, I was I
2: was a lot more foul mouthed and stubborn back then. So that could have been more stubborn. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's all I mean, all my stubbornness and and foul mouth shit is all arrested development shit that I'm working through.
0: This is this is the the moderate Moses that we all know. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Like before I liked metal, I liked Sam Kinison and Dice.
0: Well, listen, we all like Sam Kinnison and dice, right? Yeah, I mean, no. yeah but you didn't dress like, like oh, you Sam Kennison's
4: <laughs>
0: Well, no, I did not dress yeah. like Sam. K- well, first of all, I went to private school, so I had to wear a uniform. Yeah. But, but, but yes, yeah. not even a variation of, on Sam Kinnison, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, so yeah, but uh, I would also rate the joint, uh, uh, well, you know, am I get? Yeah, you know, I'll give it five out of five because you know it's like I did care for the first story more than the second, but all in all, like I feel like the book delivers where it's supposed to. You know, if you if you if I pick up a book and it says sex and violence on it and has that cover, I'm like, well, I need you to deliver on this promise, right? <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? That's what this book does. It delivers. It like. It, it, like, if the book was just the second story, I would have been like, okay, no, like, I think that that's what's real, right? But because it has the first story in it, too, it's like, that feels like icing on the cake. <laughs> so, yeah, five out of five. All right, you all want to get into some quick news before we have to get out of here? Nah, man, Anybody got anything that they want to talk
2: Unless there's something you really want to talk about, but... I got the wrap r- up music ready for you guys. I call it a night. You know
0: what? Did
3: we the talk about the Green wanna... Eminem on the show? I'm sorry. What?
0: <laughs> the Green Eminem? No. Wait, go ahead, Jay.
3: Um. So, Eminem's decided to make their characters more woke, and they gave the Green Eminem sensible shoes. And a lot of people, like a lot of conservatives are pissed. Like, Tucker Carlson went on this rant. Like, I, I really think he wanted did to you fuck like that this? green m M&M. and like, like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, he was going about how they're making her frumpy. And like, man. But
0: isn't the green m M&M m was- the same shape with different shoes?
1: He wanted her that's the, he wanted and, her to melt in his mouth,
2: man.
0: Yeah. And
1: stockings. They put stockings on her or pants, I guess, now.
3: Right. She had the stockings. She used to have high, high, high boots. boots. Yeah. Oh. And you know, she's got the eyelashes, and so yeah. she looks like a girl.
2: Her whole thing was but she now was like they're an making Eva. her. So she was like a pain in the ass to deal with on camera and stuff.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. and they also did the brown M&M. like they gave her more sensible shoes you mean they but... stopped
2: the blackface
0: <laughs> i i mean i'm just like why does anybody care what the ms are wearing
3: i don't know like it it's weird oh, okay. like i know when I'm,
0: so I, sure that I'm not crazy when i saw the comparison I, I...
3: pictures i honestly didn't even notice what was different now, until they pointed them Pointed out the shoes.
1: But, yeah, the brown one still has heels, right? Yeah, but, but
3: they're the, lower. The
1: green one. The green one has
3: nurse shoes,
1: I guess. Yes.
3: <laughs> and they made the statement about how they want the Eminems to represent the progressive. Like, imagine the most douchiest woke thing, and that's their reason for doing it. And. It's weird because I agree with Tucker. Like, I don't want to fuck the green M M&M like he does, but it is weird that they're going through all this. I don't understand
1: your side of this. Like I'm looking at the old picture and the new picture, and like I I don't know why now, they made listen, the change, but I don't know why right. it bothers people that they made it. I I don't yeah, understand your side of this.
3: The thing though that I, I do love I about this. Oh, go ahead. No, you what? The thing that I do love about this is that there's this asinine saying that conservatives use, they like to use. It goes, get woke, go broke. And Eminem is not losing any money over this change. Like, <laughs> no, one's, no one's gonna start boycotting M&Ms. So I love right. that their profit is gonna spit in the face of these assholes. I mean, and they're asinine the now. saying, like, like, I I do love that. I
2: wish, I wish people were mad when they canceled the pretzel M and Ms.
1: They got rid of that already. Nobody wants that. Yeah, that shit didn't last. I that.
2: want that. I love that. It's how's like you need to take five, but bite size.
1: How's the brownie M M&M? and I haven't had that yet.
2: Oh. I I actually boycotted M and Ms when uh, when they got rid of the pretzels.
0: Yeah. Listen, I, and it, I will it, say this. I'll say this. On one on one hand, it's like, well, look, I got a few things real quick and I'm gonna hit them off. One, I feel like the people like I don't I, I hate to like I don't think we should be lumping people that are conservative in with people that like have issues with this kind of stuff. I feel like that's not like a conservative thing because there's a lot of conservatives out there. And they're, they're conservative, <laughs> you know. I'm so saying I feel like this is more of like, uh, I mean, I don't want to say a right wing either, but I feel like there should be a distinction made between people that have but conservative honestly, values. Honestly, it's for, it's
2: more like a a slow news day on conservative <laughs> news media. Yeah, that they no, no, absolutely, to, you know.
0: But right, right, right. It's like it's like right. It's like there's a difference between right wing media and people that hold conservative values and I feel like there should be some sort of distinction between those two things but I don't know what the right terminology is and somebody should figure it out like someone on the right should figure that out and then oh, and then oh jeez I don't know what's that
3: to... real quick Amy <laughs> oh, oh, this is about says, the M&M. yeah apparently the green one was an actual sex symbol among some people and this change appealed <laughs> to feminists but to only one side mostly the non-binary blue hair type but there's the other types of feminism. Uh, I embrace my sexuality and flaunt it, kind of feminists, and those are the ones getting angry ab- over it. Wait,
0: yeah. non-binary, blue-haired type of of feminist is that's like one of the waves.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: no, that's interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I, back and unpack that later. The other part of that... I, I never is saw this, is-
1: the green Eminem as a as a sex symbol at all. Yeah, a, mm, that makes me feel okay, like you did. I to each other, no, <laughs> I like the I like the one that turned into Danny DeVito. <laughs> but but what I'm gonna
0: say is is also too. There's a part of me that's kind of like well, like I I get like you know people that have mascots throughout the years changing them periodically. Like that's something that used to happen all the time.
1: I'm still so mad about but Jake think- from State Farm, but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: but, but I still like, want every, the original Mr. Peanut. Every, every time you make a change like that, you don't have to put out a press release. And so I'm just like, I don't know what made m ms feel like they should or
3: I don't know well, if they did it because they want to appeal to certain... feeling... Yeah, they're trying to yeah, appeal like... to woke people.
0: Yeah. But it's just but... like like why why does m ms even have to get into that? Like no like m really... ms is like yeah. the the M&M's is one thing that we all can agree on, right? Like, we like those. Uh, apparently, good. there's an underground culture of
1: fantasy stories about the different colored M&M's.
0: I'm just like, M- M&M's is probably the only thing the Supreme Court agrees on right now. Like, you you and need, like, you need like, to read
1: don't... some M&M fanfic. Like,
2: I'll send you <laughs> No, I
0: don't. I absolutely don't need to do that. Like,
2: Jimmy Pimliotti is going to have a Kickstarter for it. Wasn't the that brown that the one man? originally so,
1: like uh, an and and ms and M&Ms. <laughs> <And M&Ms>. Wasn't <laughs> it the brown one a text counselor at first? I think the brown one was.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, matter. yeah. You know what? I and think like, you're right, though. I think you're right. I, I all I know the other is, thing that oh, go ahead.
2: is that Billy West does the red one, and I love it. And that's it.
0: The only other thing I wanted to mention, real quick, before we go, is I saw that The Rock tweeted that he's getting ready to do another video game movie and he didn't say what it is and so everybody's speculating which you know people said a lot of different things and i was just like
1: it's jumanji okay
0: it's jumanji
1: yeah it's a video game movie it's a movie about video games go ahead what were you gonna what what is it in your larry verse that the rock is doing (laughs)
2: I got a pack for the plane tomorrow fuck you guys there right, is a to game no, out there but, go ahead.
0: no no I get it but I have no uh, speculation of, of my own but something that somebody that I saw people put out there multiple people put out there which I was like whoa I never even thought about that was people were like what if he's making a Contra movie oh my god like I would love to see the rock in a contra movie. Nah. Like what? Nah. You don't nah. want to see that. It should,
2: be, it should be him and Stifler in a contra movie. <clears throat>
1: okay, you know what? I'm back in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> can can he gain some muscle? He does. Well, I mean, he, look, maybe not as much as the rock. Because you know he cares no, no, about no, his no kidneys and, and and his liver, no, no one's but, but the I mean, he's got, I mean, he right. got he got buff. Like he got buff in, for certain movies,
0: but I mean, I don't. I've never seen it. I've seen it. he's in shape all the time, but I've never seen him like with muscle mass, like, big bulky. Yeah,
2: no, I think uh, he, yeah. you know maybe he can, maybe he can't. But I mean, what do you care? Like half of these movies don't follow the game all that much anyway, so. No, no.
0: Let's see. This is what this is the whole thing where it's like I but want, you want them to like, fight the that two naked two. baby fetus thing at the end. Uh, so if they didn't fight monsters
3: it. in Doom, they're not going to fight monsters in Contra.
0: Well, no. See, I don't believe that. Like, I feel like Doom was made in a different era. Jay. Like,
3: plus, like, you make a, you
0: make a Contra rampage today. did
3: not turn out good. So we I mean, shouldn't well, even be have have having him. We're talking what about if The doing video top. game movies.
0: Yeah, but Rampage is a whole different kind of movie
3: than what Contra would be. Like Contra, it was based I'm on... i saying, stuff. The Rock plus video game movie is not a good thing. Like It is yet to be a good. So you don't count Jumanji? <laughs> One, yeah, it's not a video game movie. And two, it was bad. Like it was legit a bad movie. I'm wait, I, I do Yeah. Oh, like I, I, I honestly okay, don't get what you guys you're see in you either. Tenure. And the second one was even I, worse. Like I disowned you as a friend. Dude, I remember sitting in the theater. Like, why the fuck did I do this to myself? You like, don't understand
1: The, the, the tall, athletic shows. black guy becomes a short, athletic black guy.
3: It's like, hilarious. I know I, I give free tickets, but there was no need for me to do this to myself. <laughs> like,
0: I haven't seen the second one, so I don't know about that. But the first one I really liked.
3: Yeah, it was not good. It's more of the same.
1: Except Contra, worse,
0: though. The Rock and Contra with somebody else that can take their shirt off and be buffed too. I want to see that. I mean, dude if, if turned, then turned then out John terrible. Cena, like,
2: the Rock and John Cena and Contra fighting a, a baby for oh. this thing at the end?
0: Dude, The Rock and John Cena and Contra is the. Oh, that's it. Uh, now, now it's ruined. Because if it's not Rock and John Cena, I don't even want to see it now.
2: I'm do sorry. They get
0: along? I'm sure they I don't do. care. They get along enough to make. A million yeah. dollars turns out he's a together,
1: or a live beach volleyball,
3: dude. If he's Zach, oh my god, play the rap. Wow,
1: giving me the finger.
0: There it is. Okay, Jay, give me some final thoughts.
3: Um, I'm not sure I have any final thought. Like, yeah.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Oz, final thoughts?
1: Uh, Resident Alien is back for season two tonight, unless you're watching this, like, you know, a year after the air date, in which case you missed it. It's your fault.
0: <laughs> indeed indeed most magnum final thoughts
2: big man 24 7 says uh, uh great show guys and uh yeah look if you like it subscribe like hit the bell all you gotta do and um yeah you know, we'll be here next week and uh I think that's it oh we have merch if you want to buy it you have to go to fantasticform.live to to find it the end.
0: For the entire fantastic forum thank you all so much for hanging hey, out we, with want, us. we do appreciate you huh
3: do we want to answer amy chibi's last random question real quick
0: yes sure, oh listen it's, uh, it's me if, if, if yeah all of I, a sudden we all turn into female versions of ourselves who would you who do we think would be the most attractive one
3: i think Oz. yeah comics
1: uh, and this humor
2: Honestly, I, I think uh, it, it wouldn't be very much different than what you're seeing now,
4: <laughs> <laughs> including the
1: beard.
2: Yeah, it's like <laughs> technically, like uh, from an attractive scale, it's like, what do you see attractive in a woman? <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it's like we'll be just as diverse as we are now, and. Yeah. I don't know. It depends <laughs> if you're a chubby chaser or not.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, for the there entire you Fantastic Forum, thank you so much. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Uh, yeah, let us know what it is you want to see or what it is you want to hear about next week. Uh, until then, we're out. Catch you next time. I mean, we,
1: all, we all already have tits
2: outro <laughs> 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 outro before we get more random questions